0: Welcome to the happy Ever After podcast. I'm your host, Tatiana Robertson. And yes, you heard right, happy-ish. Because this podcast is not about chasing the fairy tale. We've seen behind the curtain, and most of us are ready to hop off the hamster wheel of perfection. If you've ever wondered, how do I end up in this life? How can I change it? What do I want from life? Is there more? Then this podcast is for you. The fairy tale may not be real, That's the good news, because life is an amazing adventure and it's time for you to pick up the pen and write your own story. So let's get started and see where this journey takes us. Recently, I was fortunate enough to get a bit of time with Stacey Natel, who is a photographer, artist, educator, and creative coach based in New York City. She believes the foundation to everything in life is mindset, and she helps female creative entrepreneurs get out of their own way so they can design a life and business they love. As sometimes happens, we had some tech glitches during the recording, but I was able to salvage the part of the conversation about journaling. And so today I'm launching a little mini episode for you. Today's topic is journaling. It's a tool that Stacy has used and recommends for the creatives she works with, but it isn't just creatives that can benefit. Journaling can help you understand where negative thoughts come from and can be a proactive tool to help you challenge and rid yourself of limiting beliefs. Journaling has been described by those who do it as the ultimate self-healing tool and can be foundational in understanding yourself and in developing a growth mindset. In addition, science has demonstrated that journaling can reduce mental anxiety and stress, be an important element of healing emotional wounds, encourage increased self-understanding, overcoming fears, and that includes limiting beliefs and resolving inner conflicts. So knowing all this and understanding that journaling can be an essential part of mental well-being and self-care, it is still hard to find the time or even figure out how to start journaling. So in this discussion with Stacey, you'll hear a bit about how she started and what kept her going. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad we get to speak again. I've said a little bit about you being a photographer and being an artist and being a creative coach. Maybe you can explain to our listeners, what is a creative coach?
1: The creative coach, or sometimes I say mindset coach, because it really is, whatever I do is is a combination of mindset and creativity. So I normally work with female creative entrepreneurs and um, we work on their mindset so they can get clear on their goals and actually achieve their goals. So a lot of creatives either want to do their, you know, their creations either more on a full-time basis or if they have a lot of things that they're stuck with. That's what I helped. So more of the combination of mindfulness, mindset, and creativity. I first started journaling in 2015 because I was in a program. The first month was all about mindset. So the coach suggested journaling and I was like hooked on the concept of mindset. I really was a really pivotal moment. Like, So I delved into a lot of books, but as far as the journaling goes, and then this is what I tell people. The first time I, the first few times I journaled, I opened the notebook and I literally wrote, this is silly, I don't know what to write. (laughs) And maybe that was like what I did the first day. The next day was maybe, I still don't know what to write, but I wonder what I should make for dinner tonight. And it just became like stream of consciousness. And I read this book, which I love, and I highly recommend to all creatives, is um, The Artist's Way. So the, the author, Julia Cameron, recommends, she calls it morning pages. So morning pages is also like a form of journaling, but it's like stream of consciousness. And I call it a brain dump. So literally, you could just write whatever is on your mind, even if it seems so trivial like that. Like, I'm hungry, or sometimes I write... I'm up, but I'm really still so tired. And then it just leads into other things. So there are a few ways you can start journaling, either open a blank page. And if that seems intimidating, you can start with a journaling prompt. I have a bunch on a freebies on my website. So I can tell you about that afterwards. Or what I like also a third way is if you are reading a book like The Artist's Way, um, a lot of these books have questions or prompts at the end of each chapter. So that's another great way to start journaling.
0: I love that you just up and started. I don't know what I should write. And I laughed because I'm like, oh, that was so me. I tried to actually do this where you're only given enough space to write two sentences. Oh, okay. And I thought, perfect. I can do that because I never have anything that I really want to write about. Right By the end of the first week, I was like, crap, there's not enough space. And so I was <laughs> so annoyed, but it's not been a regular practice of mine. It's one of those things that I should on myself about. I should, okay. draw... <laughs> uh, you know, Well,
1: think about like, I, I read in a book by Louise Hay, like she tries to say, like, try to eliminate all the shoulds. And then instead you say, if I really wanted to, I could, instead of saying I should journal, if I really wanted to, I could journal. And then maybe you'll figure out why you're really not doing it. And maybe that's just not your thing. Maybe you have other ways to work on your mindset and get those thoughts out. But I was definitely very resistant and kind of angry. Like, I don't want to journal. Like, this is so dumb. I never kept a diary when I was a kid. Like I'm not a writer. Why would I start now? So you don't have to be a writer. Like I've I've been blogging for years, but it's different. It's really just paying attention to your thoughts and just writing it out. And then it eventually, like, once you get all the brain dump stuff out, that's when you start to really write about these are my goals or this is what I'm feeling. And, and then you'll start to notice patterns. Like the longer you do Mm -hmm. it. Or the more consistent you are, you'll notice patterns and you're like, why am I writing about the same thing over and over again, but I'm not dealing with it. You know, like it'll, you'll start to be more aware of issues that come up, your goals and things like that. So I just love it. And um, you asked me how long. So I started off with those one sentences and now I actually have to cut myself off because I'm like, I can't sit here writing all day. So I, and Julia Cameron, I use her guidelines. She says three pages. So I cut myself off after three pages, but I really could just keep going. And sometimes, and I do it in the morning, but sometimes during the day, if I'm feeling a little off, I really need a journaling session. It's like a fix. You know, some people need their sugar fix during the day. I need my journaling fix. It's amazing. And I could feel it. Like I could feel like I really need it to write things out.
0: Do you go back and reread anything or it's just that stream of consciousness and once it's on the paper, it's done?
1: It depends. Like if I'm reading a book and I'm trying to go through the exercises, I'll keep a separate journal for that book. And then with those, I might go back. But part of the thing is I have like the worst handwriting. So I couldn't even go back if I wanted to, because it's very hard for me to read my own handwriting. So most of the time I don't go back. But some things, if I want to go back, I'll star it just to make sure like I want to remember something. But most of the time it just feels so good just to release it, just to release it from my head, from my mind and put it onto paper and then just move on.
0: I love that. I really appreciate you taking the time to walk us through the process of journaling because I've never really had a conversation about the how, how do we journal? And it's not been a practice that up until this point I have adopted and I have tried to commit to not should on myself all the time. I should this, I should that because it becomes overwhelming. So I'm going to say that it is something that I will look at adopting
1: It's just like creating any new habit. Like last week, for example, I was really good with exercising. So I did like yoga, I did abs, I did arms. And then I walked a few times. This week I've done nothing. So it's not like I don't want to, I'm not making it a priority. And it's because I stopped. So I think it's about consistency also because journaling now is so habitual for me. And I can tell the difference if I miss a morning, I'm like, you know, my day, I just feel off. So I know I just, even if I don't do it in the morning, I'll make sure to do it at some point during the day.
0: Mel Robbins talks about all the gunk that gets caught in your brain. It's like the lint catcher in your dryer. Yes. And you need to clear out the lint.
1: And that's, that's what journaling is. <laughs> <gasps> Whatever works, right? (laughs)
0: Whatever works. So you'd said that you'd made a big shift towards mindset work and that that was something that had been introduced to you as the start of photography. And this is foundation of the work that you do with other creatives.
1: Things, your thoughts, your feelings, and your words. That's when you uncover what your limiting beliefs are. And once you become aware, awareness is always key. Once you become aware of these, that's when you can start to make changes. And that's, it could be applied to anyone, not just creatives. Like I mentioned, the other women I work with, they have full-time jobs and creativity isn't their main thing, but it's just seeing them make progress and getting out of their way, starting their blogs, starting their podcasts and any other you know, thing that they want to do, they're getting out of their way
0: and isn't that it so often is that we have that feeling we know our intuition is telling us that there's something else but we are the biggest impediment
1: at least like if you acknowledge what the worst thing is and you could see it down on paper it's usually not as big as you're making it out in your head and that's why again why i suggest journaling because when it's in your head we blow things out of proportion but then when we can write it down we realize like okay, this is not really as bad as I'm making it out to be. And then you're able to move forward.
0: Yes. So Stacey, it has been so great having you on the podcast. Can you let, our listeners, let our listeners know where is the best place to connect with you?
1: Oh, sure. So I have a website, it's stacynatal.com. That's my, just my name. Um, but I'm most active on Instagram and Clubhouse. So those two are just the Natal, my account on both of them. So send me DMs or just reach out. I'm always happy to help.
0: And I will definitely include that in the show notes. But for anybody listening who might be wanting to look now, it's Stacy S-T-A-C-E-Y, and then Correct. N-A-T-A-L. Correct. Yeah. Well, thank you so <laughs> much. And oh, I look forward welcome. to... Seeing you on Instagram and hearing your beautiful voice in Clubhouse. Oh, thanks. Me too. It's been so great speaking with you again. And now for a recap. There is no wrong thing to write. Just do it. One form of journaling is stream of consciousness writing. Stacy adopted Julia Cameron's morning pages approach. Another option is to use journal prompts. I will include a link to Stacy's free journal prompts in the show notes. Often books like The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron will have questions or prompts at the end of the chapter, which can facilitate journal writing. I'll add the name of the book in the show notes too, in case you missed it. The longer you journal, the more you'll start to see patterns in your writing, and those patterns are clues. Making a consistent time to do your journaling can help make it a habit. Journaling can also help clear away the junk that gets caught up in our minds, like lint from a lint screen in the dryer. And when we have things in our head that can seem so big, but when we write it down, we can see that often they really aren't as big or as bad as we had been thinking. Journaling is a powerful tool, and after talking to Stacey, I wanted to try journaling again. So I incorporated journaling with my meditation. My life is so busy and it's easy to say that I don't have time to meditate or journal, but I'm finding that both of these practices are giving me a clarity, which helps me prioritize where I spend my time and also helps me get to the root cause of what is holding me back from doing what I need to do. Spoiler alert for those of you who are new to journaling. It's those damn limiting beliefs sneaking back in. And finally, I wanted to say, I love these conversations. I love talking to my guests. I love talking to listeners about what they're getting from the podcast. And I wanna know, do you talk to others about the podcast? So here I am saying, share this with three friends that you think might enjoy journaling. Maybe you'll check in with each other to see if you're journaling regularly. Maybe you'll just have someone to talk about the podcast with. Either way, if you enjoy the podcast, A few moments, not even minutes, just moments of your time would mean so much to me and help these stories grow and reach more people who will receive some information or nourishment from them. And thank you so much for joining me today.